Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. So number one here for the four tips for utilizing brand to differentiate. Make sure your why translates into all communication channels. You hear Ann and me talk all the time about the importance of why. If your brand does not have a why, you do not have a brand. So if you need some help with that one, please revisit our podcast episode, Four Reasons You Must Focus on Your Brand in Order to Build a Successful Business, and that is episode 14. So check that out if you haven't done it, but in the meantime, we will keep moving and assuming that you have your why ready, really because it makes sense to explain why you're in the space you're in beyond just what you're selling. So we're talking about beer today, right? And we're going to let Andy here chime in in a second. But it's that idea that if you're just selling fill-in-the-blank beer, whatever the case might be, if you don't have a why, the consumer will not connect with you on an emotional level. And therefore, you're completely missing the boat for that deeper brand connection. So we think it's just hugely important to make sure that why is really solid. And the other thing it does is differentiates you from the competition in the space. And now I'm going to let Andy talk. I'm sure this will be an exciting topic for everybody out there because <laughs> it's beer. But how they differentiate themselves versus the competition for the right consumer in, as all we, as we all know, a very, very crowded space. Oh, yeah. So so I guess I should say, so Rheingeist turns eight this year, right? Oh, so, awesome. so that's wow. a big, it's a big anniversary, right? And, you know... I've only been there a fraction of that time, mm-hmm. but I've gotten to know that there was this original five, like these five people that started Ryan Geist together. And I would say that the why has not changed since then. Yeah. Right. And I, which means you got it right. I hope so. You know, we'll find out more and more as we, as our footprint grows, but mm-hmm. I don't think there was anything intentional about their why. And what I mean by that is I, I think they almost backed into what the why is. And hmm. to say it differently, these five people really started together to to just create great beer. Mm-hmm. And and that's really the platform for where it began. But that's that's kind of blossomed, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, I think, early on begin to ask themselves, okay, to play into the word why, mm-hmm. why do we create great beer, mm-hmm. right? And what I have learned really is it's truly about bringing human beings together in the most positive way possible. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. about that human connection, right? And whether it be at the tap room, whether it be on shelf, when you go to a Kroger or to a beer store to buy something, mm-hmm. or even when you see us on social or if you get our newsletter, every single one of those is that emotional why of connecting people and hopefully bringing a bit of what I like to say bliss to people's day. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, to, to talk about that in more detail – I think why is such an interesting concept for brands, as you guys know, mm-hmm. right? April, you've worked on countless brands and, and, you know, you worked in sort of the mothership of brand building, <laughs> right? So, Don't make her head so, any bigger than it is. No, but no, it's, I'm it's, a genius. Yeah. <laughs> but, in, but in reality, you know, it's like the why – sometimes with why, simple is right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yes. not stretching to totally to right. do more than what you are is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I think when we think about ourselves at Ryan Guys, we're not here to change the world. Mm-hmm. You know, if we had that power, that'd be great, right? Mm-hmm. If beer could help change the world in a positive way, that would be an amazing thing. And I think people would argue with you that it's not changing the world in a positive way. <laughs> well, 
That is true. That is true. And I guess, but what I would say is, and this is how I frame it to myself, okay? It's like, we're never going to change the world, but for people who are out there changing the world, maybe they're not changing the world, but but they are for people around them in some capacity, whether they be parents, CEOs, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. When they're interacting with our brand, that's that's like that moment of respite mm-hmm. and that moment mm-hmm. of whether it be refreshing, relax, relaxing, um, calm, whatever it is. That's what we want to deliver with every interaction. And that is our why. It's just to empower that moment of happiness. And hopefully when you're drinking a Rheingeist beer or in your, you're in the tap room, wherever you are, all of those things that cause you anxiety or stress or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. those leave for that moment. Mm-hmm. And if we've done that, then we've executed on that why, right? Absolutely. And so so that really is the sort of the why platform. That's the probably the best way to summarize it. Yeah, and I think you made a, lots of excellent points, but the one I really want to point out is you really, really just demonstrated the difference between selling a thing and selling a impact of a feeling. For sure. And I think the reason why Ryan Guys is turning eight this year and it's still around and it's still growing is because you guys concentrate so much on like, we're going to sell that human interaction. Yep. The price tag again is on the beer. Like, that's the thing that we're selling. But what we are really selling and what people are engaging with us in, the, in in this brand is the human interaction and the feeling and the experience you get as a result of engaging yeah. with the brand. Mm-hmm. So I think that is like so critically important um, in being able to develop scale and, and so quickly like you guys have. And on that note, I mean, you talk about price, right? So like our why has to hit you in the heart uh-huh. because we're asking people to spend a little bit more money yep. when they go yep. buy a, a case of Cheeto or if they're, I mean, I have two bottles of beer that I brought for you guys to see today, right? One of them $17, the other's $10. Crazy. And you know, this is all, this is a pint. So this is, these are really expensive beers. So what I'm basically saying is if we didn't have that, why it's really hard to ask people to spend the extra money mm-hmm. to buy something but that's what brand is, right? It's that perceived value. And when they start understanding the why, which they do over time, it makes it makes that that little extra three dollars or four dollars or five dollars compared to a case of, you know, something scaled domestic, big brand. More mass. Yeah. yeah. I mean it, it makes it more appetizing, right? And so yep. that's I'm just since you brought that up, and yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's even more important because we're selling a premium product. So yeah. yep. Yeah, and I think that kind of moves nicely into our next point here, which is make sure your communication strategy is rooted in your brand character. And we were heading in the direction <laughs> of the character. We, you know, as we as we do when these conversations flow quite nicely, we get in kind of the groove. But I think we've started leaning into the personality of the brand, which right after your why, you've got to be able to articulate more of a how. And so your why says, okay, this is the reason we exist. But then you have to be able to manifest it into how do we communicate with our consumers. And that includes, of course, the channels you choose and the places you choose to be or choose not to be and all of those things you mentioned, shelf, same thing. But you must define that brand character or personality on the heels of the brand story. And when we talk about that, we really do talk about human terms, right? So Andy did a really good job of explaining what they want their consumer to experience. Mm -hmm. Now we'll kind of move into more what does the brand stand for in order to deliver that. 
But we always like to talk about it in terms of very human characteristics. And so a brand that has defined its why then needs to lean into if it were a person, how would it be communicating? And because the Rheingeist brand, I would say, is so dimensional, it indicates that you've done a really nice job at doing that because you can feel the brand Mm -hmm. living and breathing. Mm -hmm. Like you said, whether you're in the tap room, it surrounds you at the shelf, when people talk about the brand. I mean, you, you you get a sense of it like they're talking about something that they love. And so I would just be interested to have you talk. And, you know, we've talked at length about this. Honestly, last week we were chatting yeah. about mm-hmm. the personality of Rheingeist and what you would like consumers to say about your personality. It's a great question. And I actually so I was looking and preparing for this and I was like, what would be a great personification of Rheingeist? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I went back to something we talked about when we were hanging out together last week. And my boss, Tracy, who runs marketing for it, she used this phrase, right? Easy edgy, mm-hmm. right? And I, yeah. I go back to so that all the time. So I was like, well, how do I bring that to life a little bit better so people can understand? And there's this, I, I was like, what, what's a person that could maybe personify uh-huh. it? Or So I, I didn't pick a person, but I picked a band, okay? Awesome. And the band I picked was kind of Green Day. Okay. Yeah. And I say I Green Day that. because yeah, I could see that too. If you go back to get off on a tangent for a second, you go back to punk in the early nineties, right? There was hardcore punk, which are bands like Rancid and mm-hmm. The Descendants and these really I mean Blink one eighty two was like that in the early days. But Green Day, they might they kind of started off that way, but as they grew, they had to become more approachable. Uh-huh. And it, it it creates an interesting challenge that we're gonna talk about perhaps later in the show. But Green Day is a band that's edgy by nature, but they have a really wide audience of people listening yes, to do. them. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I thought that was a good example of that. And I think for us, you have to have a unique personality. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't you can't be all things to all people, number one. And you can't try to be something that's very general or else it's very hard to own. Uh-huh. And I think when we go back to that phrase, easy edgy, you know, I... I I'm going back to our brand standards document. Okay, so there's four <laughs> words. There's four words that, that, that we use internally. And really I, speaking our language I now. I loved it. I know. <laughs> so, this is a uh, a master class. Here yeah. we go. I, I hope everybody's listening. Yeah, I don't even know if people internally know that we have a brand standards document, but we do. Oh, okay? don't say that. Come on. <laughs> you just negated what we were but, just supporting. No, in all seriousness, authentic is the number one thing, mm-hmm. right? And I think. These beers were built with such an honest intent from the very start that that has trickled down in terms of how the brand sounds. So from tone of voice to identity, that authenticity comes through. And when you read the descriptions on the back of Ryan Guy's cans or you read our social media, you know, we're, we're, we're always putting our best foot forward. Yeah, but we're not. We're not going to shy away from telling the truth. Uh-huh. And when we can't fall short of that. When ever. you have a beer called Truth. We so. do. We do. And it's. That's a whole different story. But in saying that, being authentic is is really, really critical. And I'll talk more about being authentic in a second because I want to go through these other three words. So the other three, st- stoked, okay? <laughs> and I say it. stoked because you can you can go read a description that Ryan Geis writes and you can almost hear the enthusiasm in your brain, mm. right? So that's important because if we're going to deliver happiness and connection like we talked about with the why, well – Somehow the tone of voice has to make people feel that Mm -hmm. because 
I can't tell you that at, at Shelf. You as the consumer have to hear that in your own head. Mm-hmm. And so that that kind of enthusiasm that's around that idea of being stoked all the time um, is really, really important. Now, this word is an interesting word, okay? I know. I'm looking. I'm like, steez. I don't know what that is. Yeah, what, steez. Steez? So steez? steez is a real word, I okay. believe. I mean, in the Urban Dictionary, at least it is. <laughs> but it's like what it really means is like you're, effortless, you're effortlessly cool. Okay. In other words, we are not trying to be cool. Mm -hmm. We just, by our nature, emanate this kind of coolness vibe. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a bit of authenticity with that because if you're trying to act cool, you're not being yourself. Uh And sometimes when I think about that, it almost sounds a little arrogant, but then I think about it more and I'm like, this is a brand that people are going to want to identify with. Mm -hmm. And when they're drinking Rheingeist, they should feel that same level of coolness Mm -hmm. that we deliver with our experiences or with our cans or whatever it may be. And I think what offsets that a little bit is this fourth word that we use, (laughs) which is geeked, okay? And being a geek and being overexcited about something in a cute way is so approachable and it's also authentic, right? Mm -hmm. So it all ties together very nicely for us. Mm -hmm. And so I think whenever we're writing copy, whenever we're discussing a strategy – I know I kind of was joking earlier about I don't know if everybody knows we have a brand standards document, Mm -hmm. but the truth is these are our anchors for Mm -hmm. everything we do. Mm -hmm. So it's it's always there in front of us, just like any good brand steward would be. Mm -hmm. So those are the four words that drive us. And hopefully when when people interact with us, they feel that Mm -hmm. for the most part. Well, I also think it's it definitely shows through in all of your marketing channels. Like, yeah. I, I so enjoy your social. I think my favorite social post was the one of the guy who was – it was the, the rapid, like, almost boomerang style where he was, like, dressing up like the beer. <laughs> oh, gosh. Was it the dad post where it was, like, choose your character? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like I mean, dad beer. yeah, and then it was, like, you know, matching the can- – I'm like, oh, my gosh, how incredibly clever. But it totally, like – signifies all those four words. When you say those words, I can nod my head and say, yes, your brand character is coming through in your marketing channels in the way that you show up. And I think that's so critically important because, and I'm going to say probably something a little bit blasphemous and and all like... (laughs) I can't uh wait to hear this. (laughs) All disclosure, I am gluten-free, so I no longer drink beer, but my husband loves craft beer. And when I ask him about it, he's like, you know what? Everybody makes good beer. Yes, right? you they know, do. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, the props to all the other Cincinnati breweries here and they make all they all make good beer. But when they're trying to decide where to go, it is all on the character. It's like, what do yes. I feel like today? Mm-hmm. Do I feel like going to Ryan Geis is that or do I feel like going to Mad Tree or do I feel like going to Mad Like it's a feeling. It's an experience. And your brand character is so critically important to differentiate your experience from somebody else's experience and make people feel like they want yes. to go there, right? Mm-hmm. Bring, bring it back to P&G for a second, right? Oh, as, this should be interesting. As, as an analogy, though. <laughs> so, I mean, I've always talked about this. It's like, and and I could be wrong, but but if you look at the chemical compounds that make up a stick of deodorant from Old Spice versus Dove versus Axe, I mean... They have to be very similar in the formula they're using, I would imagine. You're now, talking I could to be an wrong. engineer, I right? I actually worked in deodorants, so you're you're hitting like really close to them. The technologies are all really good, so I will mm-hmm. say that like Unilever makes a really good deodorant. Right. PNG makes a really good deodorant. We 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 won't have we won't go into a big philosophical discussion about which is better, but yes, you are correct. Yes. And but where I'm heading at is, you know, if you go into if you go if you go to a shelf where if your assumption is most everything is made in a very similar way, um, 
what's going to separate it? It's exactly right. And mm-hmm. and I love the Old Spice story because they did build an experience. Yes, I mean, did. and mm-hmm. and that packaging on shelf, you know, that first moment of truth, haha. Is... <laughs> well, there's now a zero moment. Zero of moment of so truth. You know, I know. I do know yeah. that actually. Um, <laughs> but it's storytelling comes in all shapes and sizes, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. personality has to be expressed in all shapes and sizes. So if it's not buttoned up at all touch points, you know, you got a problem, basically. And I think that's what we focused on, right? Mm-hmm. So. I think that's a really good point. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts. <laughs>